you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey, it's Roger with another Restaurant Rockstars podcast. I'm really excited to be working with a close friend and a collaborator in the industry, Jamie Oikel from RunningRestaurants.com. I totally suggest you check out RunningRestaurants.com. Jamie's put together an amazing library of resources. Anything you can think of that's restaurant-related that'll help you run a better operation, you're probably going to find it there. But we're doing a series of calls that I'm really excited about. And it's based on my book, Rock Your Restaurant, where I present 14 turnkey spreadsheets that'll help you run a more efficient restaurant and maximize your profits. But before we get into the next spreadsheet, I want to tell you about an amazing resource. You know, whenever I come across something new that I think will really help you improve your operation, I've just got to tell you about it. So I've always believed that when you run restaurants, there are thousands of details that you need to stay on top of. And time and money are your two most precious resources. You want to save both, am I right? Now in your restaurant, you have to order product and that takes time, money, and planning. Well now, this really has never been simpler. What if you could now place all your orders all at once from just one platform? Everything from food to liquor, beer and supplies, right down to tablecloths, two times faster than before with just one click. Best of all, it's free. It's free for the restaurant, it's free for your suppliers. How much simpler and easier could it get? I'm talking about Blue Cart, and it's no wonder they're signing up over 100 new restaurants every day. I'm not surprised by this. You heard that right. Anything your restaurant orders with the ability to get it fast, save at least $2 in labor cost on every order with five times fewer returns, and even reduce food waste by 52%. Now that part really makes a huge difference. If you run a restaurant or a kitchen, why wouldn't you take a look at Blue Cart? Time and money are now on your side. Why not go to bluecart.com and get a free demo? Now, let's get going with the podcast. And here's Jamie Oikel of runningrestaurants.com. Take it away, Jamie. Hey, everyone. It's Jamie Oikel from runningrestaurants.com, along with Rockin' Roger Bodwin from restaurantrockstars.com. What's going on, Roger? Hey, Jamie. Good morning. How's it going, man? Back in the saddle. I love this week. Calls are so much fun. You know, these spreadsheet calls are just a blast, and hopefully they're really uh, helping your audience out there just, you know, put some systems in place in their restaurant and help them, uh, you know, know what's going on, get a little bigger picture going. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, Down. today's going to be a good call. It's an important topic. We're going to cover inventory, so folks that are listening, you're going to want to focus in, do some good note-taking. Before we start, I do a lot of these calls with Roger, so, you know, I know his story really well. Uh, but for newcomers who might be coming into the first time, not as familiar, Roger, please share your background in uh, in like 60 seconds, man. Give me the overview. All right. So 20 years ago, uh, no, actually it was 22 years ago, I had this idea for a restaurant. And I had never been in the restaurant business before. I'd never managed restaurants. I'd never owned restaurants. And I had this grandiose vision. I was living at a ski resort in Maine. And I just saw that there was lots and lots of skier traffic every winter. And the restaurants that were in this small town that I lived in were just not doing a very good job. I mean, they all had lines out the door, but there was nothing special about them. The service was average. The food was okay. Nothing great. 
you know, no real ambiance, no real steam behind these places. It's like I saw all these businesses, and it wasn't just restaurants. It was just business in general succeeding based on the numbers of people that came to this town as tourists, and everybody had lines out the door. And I had gone to Switzerland so many times, and there was this one place in this small town in Switzerland that, you know, based on pizza, beer, and ski movies, it just totally inspired this concept. And so I started a restaurant with no experience, and it was the school of hard knocks in the beginning. You know, I had to learn a crash course in, okay, how do you run a restaurant? And so my key um, to my success was two things. It was having business skills because I, I went to business school. And this is a business that traditionally isn't run by business-oriented people. You know, restaurant owners and managers don't have MBAs generally. So I was a little unusual, but it certainly helped me with my business. And I knew from the get-go that customer service was going to be a competitive advantage and then systems to maximize my profits were going to be a competitive advantage. And I became obsessed with both, obsessed with service and obsessed with profits and delivering value. And suddenly I captured the entire market share in this town. And even though more restaurants came in to compete with me, I literally dominated that area for 20-plus years. I built you know, my first place was 75 seats, and then two years later, I bought a piece of land, and I built a 8,500-square-foot building and had 320 seats in my final place. And then I started a Mexican place along the way, and I did some other things. But, you know, this place was really just over-the-top, super profitable, super successful based on these systems. So, yeah, so I wrote a book. It's called Rock Your Restaurant, and I talk about my 20-plus-year journey in this business all the mistakes I made, the you know, the pitfalls, the challenges, the obstacles. You know, you can't see around corners, and the unexpected is always around the next corner. So, you know, I think the book is a really solid help for anyone in the, in the industry that's either starting out for the first time, I introduce you to systems, and then I help you maximize your profits and literally rock and roll your, your restaurant. So that's why we call, you know, our website Restaurant Rockstars. That's the name of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. You know, it's just I have a passion for the business, James, just like you do, and I love helping other people just really maximize their, their situation and transform their operations. Yeah, that's awesome, man, uh, and, and you hit on a bunch of stuff there, and I've, I've talked with Roger about a lot of these topics from sales to service to marketing and, and so forth, and, and you just hit a word you said a minute ago, keyed on, I keyed in on uh, the unexpected uh, aspect of the business, and, and inventory is one of those areas where you can be surprised, and, and I know you've talked to restaurants, I've talked to restaurants, and, and we're always shocked when we hear the fact that they're not taking inventory on a regular basis, and, and, and your book and your knowledge, you're going to talk exactly why that's, that's a big flaw so let's just kick off right there i mean why why inventory why is it so critical and let's talk about how to get it done go ahead well two of the biggest expenses in your restaurant obviously are your food purchases and your labor costs and there's so many ways you can lose money in this business but if, if you were to dial in on two different areas that are critical to monitor it would be your food costs and your labor costs and if you don't take inventory you would not know what your food costs are. There's no accurate way to get a, you know, a, a true and accurate picture of what your food cost is. And you can be losing money day after day, you know, week after week, month after month, and inventory is really the starting point. But think of it this way, you know, when I ran those restaurants, at any given time in a week, I probably had ten to $12,000 sitting in my walk-in in my freezer. And that's hard-earned dollars that you've just spent 
and now all that stuff is sitting there, and so many people have access to it. You know, there's lots of restaurants that have theft issues, have waste and spoilage issues, and if you don't take a regular inventory, you wouldn't know where these problems lie, and you just, you're spinning your wheels, you're working super hard, and you're losing money every day, and you just don't know why. And so the real starting point is by taking inventory. So it is absolutely essential. You know, it's a little bit of homework up front, but once the system's in place, it is a simple process. It really doesn't take a lot of time. What takes time is doing it for the first time. And if you're not doing it, it just makes it that much harder. So I cannot emphasize enough how important this process really is for any restaurant, regardless of the size. Yeah, Roger, absolutely. And 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 what we're going to talk talk about today, I'm looking at the the spreadsheet that goes along with your book, and um, this this is a simple format. There's other tools, and and but but walk walk me through this 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 way of doing it, and you, the way you did it, the way you think about it, kind of an easy way. You talk about how to get in the cooler and organize stuff. What are some tips there? Well, it really begins with your suppliers, okay? Now, every restaurant out there probably works with at least one main supplier. I know a lot of restaurants work with the big three, whether it's Cisco or U.S. Foods or, you know, Performance Food Group or smaller suppliers. But nonetheless, um, you would request an order guide from your suppliers. And what an order guide is, is it is a list of every single food item that you buy from that supplier. And it is organized by category. It's organized by how that product comes in, whether you buy it by the case, whether you buy it by the can, however it comes in. And then there's a unit price for the case and all that sort of stuff. So all the math is kind of there. So that is the basis for my spreadsheet that we call the Master Food Inventory. And so what you do is, first of all, I would organize your walk-in so that it is most efficient to get at your highest volume items first. So in the rush when you're, you know, Saturday night slamming and you got lines out the door and you're just, you know, slinging tons of steaks or whatever it is, you want easy access to the things that you use most frequently. So with that said, now that you've got your walk-in organized, and it's all by category, whether it's, you know, it's dairy products over here. You've got your eggs, your butter, your milk, your cheeses over here. You've got your seafood, your steaks, all that kind of stuff over here. You want this master inventory spreadsheet to sort of reflect the order in which your walk-in is laid out so that when you're taking inventory or the counts of these products at the end of the week, the end of the month, you simply walk in the door of your cooler and you just go right down the line. And, and it makes it just super, super simple for you to find, you know, what you're looking for and check it off the list. So that's the starting point. You know, get order guides and uh, and just go from there, and then fill out the spreadsheet. The um the next the next aspect, yeah, because you want it to be efficient because it's a pain in the butt to count stuff. It takes time. Nobody wants to do it. It's, it's not a fun process um, for anybody, and that's why people probably hesitate to do it. Um, and so mm-hmm. forth, but it has to get done. And now, talk about the the actual taking um, the counts, and and you know who should do it, how often it should be done, how can you double check, what are some checks and balances you can put in place? Because there's a lot of things that can kind of get go wrong here. Okay, so it all begins with accuracy. You know, we've all heard that phrase, garbage in, garbage out. So if you don't have this spreadsheet, you know, as accurate as possible with every single product that you buy in the quantity it comes in, then you're going off the rails already. So this spreadsheet is very simply organized by category. And what that means is 
You've got your frozen food items all in one place. You've got your meats, your seafoods, your dry goods, your dairy products all in order as you find it as you walk in the door. We just covered that. Now, the heading, the headings of these categories at the top of the spreadsheet, the leftmost column has the place that you write in how much quantity you have on hand. So it simply says in stock. So whether it's a case or it's a bag or it's a can, you simply put in the number that you count in the leftmost you know, column. Next to that, you've got what the item is, all organized by category. So if it's freezer items, if it's meats, if it's seafoods, you list them all in order. And then next to that, it's the weight, the size, the number. And this comes right off that order, guys, so that you know that, let's just say a case of French fries, there are six, you know, five-pound bags that come in a case. So the weight, size, and number simply says six five-pound bags, and then there's a case. And then there's a price per unit. So that case might cost you, you know, $25 per se. And then finally, you've got a total column. Now, a spreadsheet is set up, and my spreadsheets, if you get my book, are all automated, you know, fully automatic. All you need to do is plug in the numbers, and the formulas are there, and it literally just carries the math across and auto-calculates. So that's really the first part, efficiency and accuracy of the numbers. Your question really came down to what's the process, what's the checks and balances? Now, I've had some horror stories in early in my career. You know, I had a chef or two that might have wanted to appear to have a better food cost than he actually achieved. So he was padding his numbers. So even though he'd walk in there and he would take a regular inventory, I might only have a case of steaks on hand. He would, you know, he would count a case and a half just to improve his numbers. And then, you know, I'd, I'd run my, my inventory, and it would come out okay. It would be like a 24%. Yeah, that sounded a little low to me, but I knew we ran a pretty strong operation. And, it you know, it's just – so it's always a good idea to understand the process. If you're the owner, if you're the manager, do this at least once or twice, you know, every so often just to keep people honest so that you understand the process. The people that take this on a regular basis know that you – are watching, and that keeps, you know, dishonesty to a minimum. And if you absolutely can't do this, then I would pick two people that you can trust as a check and balance. One person, of course, literally counts the stuff, weighs the stuff, and then the other person writes it down, and then that will simplify your process too. So, you know, that's basically the process. You go down the sheet, you, you, you simply write down the, the categories, and then later you have your your office person or whoever just enter enter the um you know the numbers into the spreadsheet or maybe you do this on your computer when you're walking through the walk-in. You can do it any number of ways, but I can't emphasize enough that accuracy is just super important here. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure the, you have horror stories. Uh, operator B has a horror story uh, around inventory. The stuff kind of – what's the phrase? Uh, walks out the back door, right? I mean, the stuff can, oh, yeah, can disappear, and if it you're does. not careful and, and so forth. One, one of the examples you talked about is so, – so, you know, so at least you want to do inventory monthly. Uh, that's a, that's kind of a practice you, you want to do for sure. But if you, you talked about this um, uh, with me. Uh, if things are starting to look a little fuzzy, jump in there, jump in there more frequently. And, and that, 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 um, just give, give a quick overview there. Okay, well, let's start with the concept or the theme or the menu of your restaurant. So obviously, if you have an Italian place, pastas and pizzas have a traditionally low food cost. If you've got a seafood, a steak, or a chop house, then obviously your costs are higher. And, you know, that's a whole other animal unto itself. But you've got to have a target range in mind that you're shooting for for a food cost. 
Now, I had a menu that was all over the map. We did everything from pizza to sushi to steaks to seafood to salads. But I averaged a 27% food cost year after year after year, which is one of the reasons why I made so much money in the business. You know, we, we definitely dialed in our profits. We dialed in our menu so that everything was kicking in a very similar, if not equal, profit. But if you've got, you know, an emphasis on steaks and seafood, maybe your food cost is closer to 35%. But regardless of what it is, you need to know what that target range is that you're shooting for that is an acceptable food cost in your business and that you know that you're running a tight ship and that it's as low as you can get it. So call that your sweet spot, if you will. So once you know what that is, and you take inventory and suddenly you find that it's three or four or five points higher than your target range, it may be indicative that you have a theft or a spoilage or a waste problem. And you really need to figure that out. You can't wait another 30 days to take another inventory to see if it improves because you might be losing money every single day. So in that case, I've, and I've had to do this in my business many, many years ago, you literally take this inventory each week at the end of every week and you do it for a minimum of two if not three weeks in a row and yeah it might be a little laborious to have to do that over and over again but it's going to tell you it's going to key in any problem areas and if suddenly you're back to your normal sweet spot range and you, you hit that 35 or you hit that 28 and you do it two weeks in a row I think you're okay you can go back to a, a monthly inventory but the whole point is to find what your sweet spot is and to stay there and the only way you can know that is by taking an inventory as often as you need to so that you're in your sweet spot and you're staying in that sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, Roger. It's a good, it's a good point. So so just a, as a reminder to folks, we're, we're, we're kind of walking through inventory today. We've done a series of calls where we're getting into um, the book and the spreadsheets that Roger has. We've talked about uh, product mix. Uh, sales comparison, uh, menu plate cost, menu most profitable item, key list item. So um, we just talked about inventory, and you talked about where that leads next in terms of calculating food costs. Just to give uh, folks a preview of what we're going to get into uh, next time. Well, the next spreadsheet that's logical in succession would be your food cost spreadsheet. And obviously we're going to go down through that, but basically that spreadsheet lists all your different vendors that are supplying you product in columns. And then it's got the dates that you bring in that merchandise. Now, the interesting thing about that spreadsheet is every month you've got a beginning inventory, which is what your ending inventory was last month. And to that, you add purchases, and then you get totals, and then you have to go back and count what your latest inventory is, and then you do the math, and then you get how much you used up during that month or that week. And then obviously you divide by your sales, and then that's going to give you your food cost percentage. But, you know, to make this process even simpler, James, so that's the next logical spreadsheet, and it all begins with this one, because this master food spreadsheet that we're talking about today gives you a bottom line total, you know, at the end of your month or the end of your week, whether you got $10,000 on hand, whether you got 5000 regardless, that is your ending inventory, and you need to plug that number in to next week's spreadsheet to, to determine what your food cost is. And you just triggered another important thought. I mean, if you've got a big place and you've got a big walk-in, it's not an unacceptable practice to wait a couple of days after the end of the month, especially if it falls on a weekend, because let's face it, Saturdays are our busiest nights that, that you know, we sell merchandise. 
And it's usually a good idea to go through a holiday period or go through a weekend and, and pare down that inventory and sell as much product as you can before you actually count it. The only caveat to that is when you plug in your sales number, you've got to remember not to use, you know, the end of the month sales like, okay, this is what sales were on the 30th of the month. It's like you got to be accurate and take the last sales day before the morning that you count the merchandise. So that would affect your, your cost. That would affect your accuracy of your numbers. I hope that doesn't confuse anybody. We can clarify that next week's call because it's all part of, you know, next week's spreadsheet also. But so the key point I'm making is, is you want to you have as little inventory as possible to count because it minimizes errors. It makes it simpler for everyone involved in the process, and it gives you greater accuracy even if, if it doesn't fall on the 30th or the 31st of the month or the end, you know, the end of the week, whatever it is, you know, make this yeah. process simple and easy. Yeah, we'll dig, we'll dig into that. I mean, it's, a, it's an important topic. What, what it comes down to, right, you're turning, you got to turn inventory uh, that's sitting there. It's just, it's just sitting there. So you got to turn that into cash and you got to do that in a fast way and an accurate way uh, to, to, to run your business. And we talked about this all the time. I mean, you're, you're running a restaurant and everyone listening to this call knows this. You're fighting for every single percentage out there. So all these systems are key in order to do that. And so, Roger, I appreciate you taking the time to, to share your, uh, your thoughts on inventory and look forward to, to getting into it next time. Uh, uh, have a great week, buddy. Anything else going on? Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's shaking? Well, you know, just doing the podcast. If you're interested in learning uh, any any more of my systems, it's like every week uh, I'm releasing a new podcast. You can find that at the website, restaurantrockstars.com. I interview, you know, industry leaders or people that run companies that have products that I believe are really, really powerful that will help you run stronger restaurants. So it's a combination of, you know, interviews as well as what I call my top tips where I'm just sharing my, you know, years of experience and knowledge with, service issues, financial issues, marketing issues, whatever it is. If you listen to the podcast, you might get a new idea, you know, to keep your restaurant fresh, to run a stronger operation, to, you know, build your dream team staff, whatever it is. So I love sharing that information. Absolutely, yeah. If you, if you haven't done that yet, go to go to Roger's site, definitely subscribe and check out his podcast. Definitely good stuff that he puts out. Uh, you, can, you can you can see pictures of him. A lot of times he does the screen capture videos, and you can see what Roger looks like and talks and fun stuff. Roger, you always put out good content. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, Jim. Great to talk to you, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll do. All right, everyone, this has been Jamie Oichel from RunningRestaurants.com, along with Roger Bodwin from Restaurant Rockstars. Thank you so much for listening, and all the best for your restaurant business. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. It's a game changer. See you next time.